Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or if you're laying your head down to listen to this to go to sleep, good night. Uh, welcome back to the So Smooth Podcast. I am your host, Mate So Smooth, and today we'll be talking about uh, air quality. Um, like I said, I really am going to talk about whatever I feel like talking about. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about air quality, but more importantly first, let us do the verse of the day, if I can find it. Here it is. We have Psalms 46, 1 through 2 in New International Version. Uh, We have, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Uh, You know, just a little little deep analogy. Uh, At the end of the day, God is the ultimate safe house, the ultimate, you know, Whatever you take to give you energy, he's the ultimate energy bar. He's the ultimate energy drink. Like, God is our refuge and strength and an ever-present, which means he's literally there at all times, ever-present, help, in trouble. Uh, So, yeah, just whenever you feel like, you know, you might be struggling or you don't, you know, you don't feel safe somewhere, think about Psalms 46, 1 through 2. But moving on. Air quality. Shout out Canada. Okay. Shout out Canada. Um, we love Canada. Uh, shout, I mean, you know what I'm saying? C- Canada produced some greats. Shout out Drake. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out Drizzy. You know, me and him, uh, you know, me and him go back real far. We was, you know, in elementary school together and uh, it was, you know, I ain't going to get into that. I ain't going to get into that. You know, I ain't going to do that to y'all. But yeah, man, shout out Canada. Uh, so the Canadian wildfires uh, end up spreading down towards us. Uh, a lot of places like New York got it the worst. I mean, New York is out there looking like somebody, uh, somebody's kid was doing, you know, mixing paint and then just dropped the bomb across the entire city. And uh, it's actually a, a big concern because when you think about how many people live outside, like in New York, I mean, it's, I mean, it's concerning. Like a lot of people are homeless in New York, and they're, uh, you know, I'm not saying that. People who uh, live in houses or or have to work outside suffer, uh, you know, to a higher extent. But I mean, if we're being honest, the homeless people are really struggling the most because this is what they're breathing every single day. And a lot of those, uh, what do they call shelters? A lot of those shelters are, you know, reaching over capacity. Like it's 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 very evident that the air quality there is really. It's, it's not a safe thing for homeless people. And so with that, I wanted to really just like go back and and think about how many times have we just ignored, you know, you know, the privilege of, of clean air. Like, you know, I don't know if any of you guys have seen like the little picture book where it's like it goes back to when, you know, like the the technology of like of and excuse me, how technology has like affected pollution, you know, if like you know, trains, and then with cars, and then with factories, and then with oil plants, like, all that stuff is like, been contributing to our air quality, and I'm no Bill Nye, but I'm saying, like, I can, I can tell, like, breathing, breathing, let's see, how old am I? Breathing, like, like, seven to, like, ten years ago was way different than now, like, even with like working out, like I get, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I shouldn't be this winded. Like I used to be able to hop on like the bike when I was like 12, 13, 
boom, boom, boom. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, uh, uh. And now I hop on the bike. It's like, huh, huh. You know, it's, it's, it's different now. Because at the end of the day, the air filters in these buildings, you know, it can't, it can't, it can't get everything out. It can't get everything out. And so with, with the air quality in New York, I know, uh, I have, uh, a couple, no, I have like a, yeah, I know some people down in New York, but, but pretty much it's like you walk outside, you, it's hard to like see the road or see the skyline, like. And I can't even imagine when it get dark. Like, at least here and where I am in North Carolina, like it'll get it'll get foggy sometimes, but like more towards like the sky. Like it won't be like foggy on the ground, and that's what other big places like New York are experiencing. Like it's fog right in front of them, and it's 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 poor air, and it's you know it's kind of it's kind of concerning. It's kind of crazy when you think about how the wildfires actually started. So. When I was doing some research on, you know, like, obviously I wasn't just going to get on here and talk about this. But when I was doing some some research about the whole thing, I actually found out that it was like, it was like lightning. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy to think that something that naturally happens um, is now affecting the, well, it's affecting a large area of, you know, where we live. So... You know, but it it was saying how a lot of the the forest area, or I guess you would call it like the wilderness area, because um, I don't know the exact place the fire started, but they were saying how it's very like droughty over there or very dry. So when the lightning struck, it was it was you know it was wraps. It was like dropping a match on a bucket of gasoline. Like so, I just think it's so crazy how with the wildfire happening, it just spread and spread and spread. And it just goes to show how, in my opinion, how powerful the wilderness is or nature. Like, you got to think, it was enough over there to build a cloud to spread across into a different, in multiple different areas. Like, that's how much was over there. Like, that's, it's... Man, save the trees. But I'm saying it's so crazy to think that the air quality over there really just completely, completely, completely moved to over here. And I think it's 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 at the same time as it's so miraculous, it's so concerning. Because like, okay, well this happens in a way bigger area, like what's gonna happen then? So everything is everything is for concern. Uh According to the National Resources of Canada, see, I sound like one of those presentations at school. I don't mean to be, but um, so as of as of June like twenty first, there have been a hundred and twenty two controlled fires. Right, there are seventy eight uncontrolled fires, and on top of that, eighty three are being held. So when you think about being held, that means they're keeping it at bay. That means they're doing their best to control it. And there are 78 others that is uncontrolled. When you think about how big a fire can be to be uncontrollable, think about how 78 of them would look. 
it's it's so it's so crazy to think that there's people out there fighting currently right now to put a fire out that happened I think it was I think it was maybe like like two weeks ago now like or, or it, might, it might even be longer but just to think that there's someone out there fighting right now still trying to control something that happened days ago like man I don't know if they'll ever hear this, but shout out to the firefighters, shout out to the first responders, shout out to everybody who's out there in Canada really trying to control the situation because it's so it's so crazy to think about what's happening right now. And with us, it's really showing how a lot of people are taking our air quality for granted. Now, our air quality wasn't hasn't been the best in the last few years, but this is more of like a a visual representation of, hey, look, the air is important because I feel like a lot of people took it for granted. I took it for granted. I'm looking up. And the first the first instance I realized that pollution was, like, real, and I looked up, and I couldn't see the stars at night. And that really, I was like, I'm tripping. Like, <laughs> I'm tripping. Let me go to bed. Like, but then... The next time I looked up, I could not like I could not see stars, or it might be a situation where I would look up and and see like a little star trying to poke through, but the biggest thing was the moon, and it just like blew my mind. Like, bro, pollution is like really crazy out here. It's really crazy how our sky is literally being killed, and I'm not trying to sound like. You know, no nature activist, but the, I mean, I don't know if y'all realize, but we kind of run on air, like, <laughs> we kind of run on oxygen, so I think that should be a concern for everybody. Uh, it's just, it's just so crazy, man, like, and now I'll be out here, like, trying to drive my car, like, not trying to press on the gas, like, I'm trying to, you know, trying to help the world, and you know, so it's, I do, I do want to give you know tip my hat out to the people who are going electric my only concern with electric cars is the battery like obviously because of how america has shaped throughout the uh you know the last decades there's gonna be more gas stations than you know battery packs no i don't even know what they call or like you know what i'm saying you kind of like like to me a tesla is like an xbox controller you can you can play with it, you can drive it as much as you want, but at some point in time, you're gonna have to open that bag and throw two more double A's in. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know it could come at the randomest time. Like you could be out in the middle of nowhere. No battery pack. You know what I'm saying? For me, if my car about to be on E, all I gotta do is drive max. Unless you're in the middle of nowhere, like max two miles. Not even that for real, for real. Cause you can find a little little side corner crackhead spot gas station and get some gas there, even if it don't, you know, even if the gas is weak, it's still gassing your car to get you to the next place. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like concerned about going electric when I get older, because getting a Tesla right now is kind of out the question, cause there's not that many like charging spots. I know they're trying to, and it's more. When you, where I live in North Carolina, they don't exactly, you know, try to do their best for electric cars. Like, 
the electric car charge spots be in the craziest places. Like, this one at the movie theater. Like, what? Like, why is there one at the movie theater? Like, first off, to think about having to recharge your Tesla or or your electric car in general, how far do you live from the movies? Like, that's that'd be my question. But yeah, it's it's going electric is is a great thing. Like, I tip my hat off to anybody who went electric because it really does help. Like in the long run, it really does help. And for my people out there who like. Uh, like, the Tesla costs too much money, like, you know, it does cost, it does cost a bit of change, uh, but, I mean, that money is going, that money is going to help the world, like, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just what it is, the electric car helps the world, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick, make it like a short little episode, because air quality is real, like, that joint is real, but, uh, I hope, you know, if, if there's if there's anything to do, uh, make sure you properly, properly take care of, you know, your trees around you. Because um, that can be a thing, too. Like, yeah, trees trees can die, man. So probably take care of your trees around you. Uh, there's other stuff you can do. Like, um, you could do so many things. Like, you could, uh, you know, walk walk to wherever you have to go to. Uh, you could, uh, carpool, like, if you're all going somewhere, instead of taking, like, four cars, you could just take, like, two, or if y'all all that small, take one, even though I'm a seatbelt guy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there could be other things, like, you know, use environmentally safe things, like paints, or, or, like, cleaning products, like, uh, I don't know, man, stop, you know, don't leave your car on, like, if you... Chilling in the parking lot with your homeboys or your homegirls or whoever you hang out with. Like, don't, you know, don't, uh, what's your car? You know, don't just leave the car running. I mean, if y'all playing music, I get it. But I'm saying, like, you know, don't leave the car running. You can do things like that. Uh, I mean, reduce number. Like, make sure you do everything you need to do when you're out instead of getting back in your car, going back out, going coming back, going back out. I know I have that issue myself. Uh, and, you know, avert, avoid burning stuff, like, od stuff but yeah man i hope you guys enjoyed a uh, bit of a short episode because like i said when i say what i gotta say i'm out uh but i hope you guys have a great rest of your day your good night whatever the case may be uh yeah so thank you guys for tuning in